this. Anybody who knows me knows I was cocky out of the womb. <laughs> His early break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Once again, thank you for joining me today. Solo Sip will be back on Monday. He is in Piscataway for Nebraska Rutgers tonight, 6 o'clock kickoff. Central time in Piscataway. Huskers trying to get their second straight win. Rutgers trying to beat Nebraska for the first time in program history. That's right. They've never beaten Nebraska ever, so it would be a big step for them in the right direction if they can get the win tonight. We are joined now, as we are every single Friday, by our guy, Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. Lee, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. Before we get into this weekend's games, my gosh, last night, another disastrously ugly game on Thursday Night Football. No touchdown scored as the Colts win in overtime 12-9 over the Broncos. Lee, what the heck is wrong with Denver? They look like crap. crap. Okay, so let me preface this. Let me explain to you what usually goes on on Mondays and Thursday nights at my house. You know my wife. Yes. I come home sit down for dinner, and she goes, okay, what, what, who do you have tonight? <laughs> and I tell her, Denver. And she asks why. And I say, Matt Ryan is washed. I explain to her, once you get to a certain age, you know, there's not any one age for some quarterbacks, 32, 33, some quarterbacks like Tom Brady, it might be 48. But their, their reactions just go down. They slow down. Uh, they look the same in the uniform, but uh, they just they're a split second slow yep. on their decisions. Sometimes they don't see the rushers as well, uh, so they throw more interceptions. They generally fumble a little bit more. Uh, you know, they slow down a little bit, also obviously running. But uh, I just said that's the reason. Matt, Matt Ryan is just—he's—he's—he's he's, he's done. He's washed. So we're watching the game. Mm-hmm. She looks at me right before halftime. She goes, "Russell Wilson is washed too." So. <laughs> That's how it went last night. I had I had Denver, so um, I don't know what's worse, losing the wager or having to sit through three and a half hours of that garbage. Well, I, I you know, Denver was the smart pick. They lost the game, Lee, but it was a smart pick. I just, it's amazing. They were up nine to six with two sixteen to go, deep in Colts territory, third and four. They could have ran the ball, got to the two-minute right. warning, kicked the field goal. Instead, Wilson throws in the end zone, and it's picked off. The one thing you can't do. Like, Wilson's right. been I, such I, a I, great quarterback. And, he, and his, one of his other receivers is wide open and, and didn't see him. And as he drops back and goes to throw, I'm like, no, no. And then I'm like, no. Like, I mean, he, he's doing things that a, a rookie yeah. undrafted quarterback would, would be doing. And I, it's, his, it's his Russell Wilson. So there is, you know, you know the name Hugh Millen. You used to play quarterback yes. in the NFL. Yes. Okay. So he said two years ago, and I saw a little bit of it. I saw some things where he's reading, misreading some defenses. He said two years ago that that he saw a steep decline. He thought maybe he wasn't, you know, studying as much uh, to read defenses. But he said as, as as early as two years ago that Russell Wilson was on a steep decline. So, um, I mean. Both those guys are done. Looks like Seattle got the best part of that. Yeah, game. Seahawks fans are very, very happy this morning. Uh, they beat him number one week one this season, and yep. now the, he just looks terrible. So, uh, bad, bad game. But congrats to the Colts for, I guess, surviving and winning. But uh, I feel like both teams lost last night. Oh, neither of those teams yeah. are going very far. No, I, nope. I agree. All right, let's get to this week's yep. games. Uh, Lee, let's, do, let's start in the Big Ten. 
Michigan State, I think, had high goals this season before it started, mm-hmm. and it's all slipped for them. They they host Ohio State and and Lee. They are twenty six point underdogs. What happened to Mel Tucker, and can they compete <laughs> tomorrow? I think you're going to start hearing some whispers about how did we pay this guy, extend this guy. 10 years out and giving them, I think it's like 8 million, 8 or 9 million. What is it a year? Nine, a year? nine and a half mil. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Um, I'm looking at that roster. There's just not the talent there. Um, I, I think Ohio State's going to boat race them. They won the game 56 7 last year. They may not score 56 because they've got, you know, a uh, game time decision for the best running back and receiver. But uh, Ohio State's going to win this game 45-13. Michigan State's got some real problems. Their defense is awful. I can't find talented guys on that defense. And now their special teams are caving in. Look out. Yeah, it's 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 so weirdly because I mean they lost Kenneth Walker, which is a big loss yep. at running back. But they just they have the quarterback back. I mean, Peyton Dorn was yep. there last year, and they this suck. Well, it shows you he he was real good with play action when people thought Kenneth true. Walker was That's was true. running through their defense, but uh, they're just. Do you see any guys you'd want on your team? No. Um, yeah. I, no, I don't. Yeah. I, it, it, which is strange for how good they were yeah. last year. Moving on in the Big Ten, Michigan also a big favorite. They're on the road to Indiana as a twenty-one point favorite. Indiana lost to the Huskers by fourteen in Lincoln last week. Do the do the Wolverines roll again? Didn't you think in the second quarter? That Indiana had totally retaken the momentum. And yes, was probably going to win the game. Well, in previous teams with Scott Frost at head coach, yes, Lee. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I'm like, uh oh, but um, you know, they for some reason I thought the game plan. I don't know what happened at halftime. They were just they came out after halftime. There was nothing. I think Michigan State running back Blake Corum. People were going to now say, why didn't they play him more last year? I mean, he's the guy. Once he gets into the secondary, I mean, he is 28 to the gate. Um, maybe he should be talked about as one of the top three guys for the Heisman. He's averaging 122 yards a game and averaging two touchdowns a game. Uh, Hoosiers, 3-15 and 15 against the spread the last 18. Yikes. I'll keep rolling with Michigan, 41-14. 41-14, Wolverines. Yeah. Uh, I this this potentially could be the biggest game in the Big Ten this week. Uh, Illinois is trying to prove they're for real. They had a big blowout win against Wisconsin last week. Got Paul Chris fired after that game. They host Iowa. They're three point favorites. A chance to prove they are for real. Will they do so at six thirty p.m. tomorrow night? Well, big log jam. Big Ten West. <laughs> six teams, one and one. I think they've got a good chance. I mean, Iowa just 1.5 yards per carry last week against Michigan. Uh, Illinois has three receivers better than anything that Iowa has in Bryant, Williams, and Hightower. Each have 17-plus catches this year. And Tommy DeVito makes things happen with his legs. He's not great, but, uh, you know, he can make some, you know, some plays and buy time. And Chase Brown is by far maybe the best player uh, yep. on the field for this game. I'm going to go with Illinois here. They win 20, 17-10. 17-10. Yep. And, and if that's the case, Lee, I mean, do they now become then the favorite in the Big Ten West all of a sudden? I think them. so. Yep. I, I think they do. Amazing. Tonight's game yep. that we care about in Lincoln uh, for, for Lincoln, of course, in Piscataway. <laughs> Huskers, after a nice win against Indiana, go on the road uh, to uh, Piscataway against Rutgers tr- yep. as a three-point favorite. Lee, can the Huskers win back-to-back games? There's a good chance here. You know, Rutgers quarterback play this year has been absolutely horrendous. Two offensive touchdowns the last three games. Nebraska improved on defense. Um, 
Nelson uh, and Reimer, these two guys stepped up last week and led the charge, and uh, they took back the game when it looked like, you know, Indiana had all that momentum going into the half. Visitor also 4-0 against the spread in this series here. I think the offense uh, just too much here for the Rutgers defense. Nebraska 31-20. 31-20, we'd yep. be happy with the nice win by 11 points, Lee. I'll tell you that much. Happy yep. a good Monday for us to, on uh, next week. Uh, the game that you know I, you and I care about a lot, the Dolphins uh, with, without Tua Tungvaloa not playing with the concussion protocol, head to the New York Jets, a team they have owned recently. Uh, they, they had a nice win against the Steelers last week, though. The Dolphins are three-point favorites. Can the Dolphins with Teddy Bridgewater get to 4-1? and one? I think that they, they can, and – think that there's too many good things going on with this team. Uh, you know, when you lose a quarterback in the middle of the game, Tua plays that game. Uh, they end up beating Cincinnati even on the short week. So I like what I'm seeing with the young cornerbacks and uh, just think that, you know, the Jets are mistake-prone. I mean, the two games that they won, they come back the last minute and 22 seconds, score two touchdowns, recover the onside kick, part of that. I mean, fluky. And then they come back against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is terrible. Pittsburgh, I think the end of the year, we're going to say, what? They won like five games. Why didn't we realize they were that bad? Their offensive line and defense is not good, especially without Watt. So uh, uh, the other two games, they lost by 15 points. Uh, So I'm going to take Miami. I think Miami's going to run the ball on them, control the ball on the clock, and Teddy's going to throw short, and then they're going to be forced to come up and try to make some plays. And we'll hit on a couple big plays up top here. Dolphins. 27-20. 27-20. Any idea, Lee, at this point of when Tua might return to action for the Dolphins? I'm going to guess three to four weeks. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and they have the Vikings next week, so they had some tough games in that stretch, but yep. still, they've already but they survived that opening rough stretch and were three and one, which is exceptional for what they played right. against there. We just so. got to go two and two or three and one over the next four, if he's which out. is very feasible. Last but not least, yep. Lee, the game of the week in the NFL: the Chiefs are seven point favorites against the Vegas Raiders. Yeah, um, they want to get this game. First 10 callers get it for free. Call 800-400-9741. Again, the number 800-400-9741. We'll give it to them for free. We're on a third, even with a loss last night to Denver, 32-13 and 13 run. You want to hop on board everything through the end of October, four weeks, just 297. Use coupon code SAVE100, ParamountSports.com. Lee, always great stuff. Thank you for the time. We will chat with you again next Friday. Sounds good. See ya. All right, good stuff. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports again, 800-400-9741. Call him to get uh, the great different picks for Locktober. He calls he calls October Locktober. I love that. Uh, and ParamountSports.com to learn more information. So before – by the way, there's no game show today because I have no participant. Uh, Sip's gone. Nobody else is here. I can't play myself in, the, in trivia. So uh, I'm happy to give away some bagels to you guys, which I might do. But there's no game show today. Um, to wrap up his picks, uh, Ohio State, he has covering with ease a 26-point spread against Michigan State, winning 45-13 to in East Lansing. Uh, Lee has Michigan also covering 21 points with ease against Indiana in a 41-14 to route. He has Illinois, I believe the game of the week in the Big Ten, 6.30 kickoff Central Time tomorrow night. He has Illinois as a three-point favorite covering that and beating Iowa 17 to 10. Now think about that story. I brought that up in the first hour, the idea of of Illinois potentially going from, you know, the the bottom, the firing Lovey Smith 2 years ago to 2 years later potentially having 
potentially having the best team in the Big Ten West. Who, who could have ever seen that coming? Bielema. Brett Bielema. That's the Bielema effect there. But he has Illinois beating Iowa 17-10. Nebraska tonight as a three-point favorite. Lee has the Huskers winning 31-20. to Huskers, we would take that in a heartbeat. Husker fans would. And has the Dolphins beating the Jets 27-20 as three-point favorites on the road in New York. Again, if you want more of his picks on Vegas and the Chiefs and more, 800-400-9741 or go to ParamountSports.com. We always appreciate Lee Sterling for joining us on the program. 464-5685-CALL or text as always again. If you're just tuning in, say, where's Sip at? Sip's in Piscataway. It's just me today. He's back Monday. Thanks for keeping me company today. Uh, you can always keep doing that at 402 464 5685, you guys have been a good crowd today. I uh, appreciate that. Um, I, I guess before we move on, I, I want to address what I, what I said earlier in the show, that there is apparently today, we, there's, we don't know what it is yet, but there's apparently big news coming out of Kansas today. There is a press conference that was set up by the AD saying it's big for the future of Kansas football. Not athletics, but he says football specifically as they host College Game Day by ESPN tomorrow ahead of Kansas TCU as the Jayhawks try to get bowl eligible already by October 8th, which is tomorrow at 6-0. There's people that believe this could be about Lance Leipold getting an extension. It could be about facilities, a new stadium. I don't know for sure, but there is some sort of press conference today at Kansas. Uh, Per a reporter down there, it says Kansas is working hard to get an extension. It's got to be received by Lance Leipold, who who has been saying in the media that they intend to stick around Kansas. Now, we've heard this before from coaches as they moved on. It's, we all know how this goes. and uh, But but I guess Kansas is, is for sure working on an extension. It has to be agreed upon. But I don't know if that's what today's announcement is, is about. Doesn't It's not cut and dry that that's exactly what's going on. Um, it could be both. It could be potentially a new facility and an extension, I guess as Thundersoft Colin says in the text line. Um, regarding tonight's night's, uh, tonight's game, Fat Phil says, Jake is noted Husker killer. Aaron Crickshank out for the first half. Also, Bushini better think twice about any fake punts. Yeah, Eric Crickshank is now at Rutgers. He killed Nebraska when he was at uh, Wisconsin for a couple years. I don't know the status of him tonight. I'm sure that we'll get an update with that um, as we get closer to game time. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Axel believes this is a, that Leipold is going to be extended at Kansas. That's what they are talking about today. Um, again, there's, there's different rumors about what's going on at Kansas. And, but, by the way, here, here's the deal. With all the money right now in college football, Lance Leipold could sign an extension today, and he could still leave. And someone that really wants him could pay the buyout. Now, would it be a bad look for Lance? For signing an extension and leaving right away? Yeah, but I know that that the reporter also said that Leipold really wants Kansas to have a better NIL structure. That that was a big part of of kind of what the uh, the rumor is, too. Is there a big NIL operation now coming to Kansas? I I saw there's several four-star recruits at tomorrow's game against TCU. So, you know, things are are going the right direction quickly at Kansas. And I guess I'm happy for them. They, they've been so bad for so long, they, sh- they deserve something nice. And I'd say the same thing for Nebraska. Nebraska. Nebraska right now deserves something nice. It'd be nice if this team 
under Mickey Joseph and company could perform and, and get some wins and get on a heater. But uh, again, regarding Kansas, we will certainly have more updates as the show as the day goes on regarding what that press conference is uh, for. If it's facilities, if it's Lance Leipold, we will have that news here on the rest of our shows on the ticket. So before we get to the spillover, again, reminder, today, programming. We will have normal programming all the way until 3.30. So in the uh, the end part of On the Block at 3.30, we will turn into pregame show live from Haymarket Park for SIP Nebraska. Uh, you can come on by and buy tickets at SIPNebraska.com. You can buy all, you can all sorts of free drinks all across Haymarket Park in the on the concourse from breweries across the state, wineries and distilleries, and you can listen to us broadcast our show. But if not, we will still have it on video and be on the air for you if you're listening from afar and cannot make it to SIP Nebraska. We understand. Uh, but you can certainly, uh, we'd, love to, we'd love to hear you, love to have you listen to us as we uh, do our pregame show. And then we'll have a postgame show here at the station with Nick and Bach following Nebraska Rutgers 6 p.m. kickoff in Piscataway. So there is your programming update. Uh, look forward to having you guys for pregame, and uh, we hope Nebraska comes back victorious. We have a, a very happy Monday show. Before we get to break and get the spillover, again, no game show today. Sip is out, so there's nobody to play. I can't play against myself. I can't do listener versus listener. We only have one line we can put up at one time. I would say this, though. Caller 5 right now is going to win tickets to your choice of tonight or tomorrow for SIP Nebraska. 4 to 10 tonight. You can watch the Husker game there, have us do pre, you know, watch us do pregame, or go tomorrow, 1 to 10 p.m. Uh, at Haymarket Park. If you don't win tickets, please go to SIPNebraska.com and buy your own. It's a great event. It's a lot of fun. I did it last year. You will not regret going to SIP Nebraska. But Caller 5 right now will win two pairs, or sorry, two tickets to either tonight or tomorrow, your choice. And uh, we hope you enjoy it and see you out there. We will have the spillover next with, I think, Raf's here and Nick on early break in the ticket. Mm-hmm. 